Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the KLP Aftermath Season 5. Welcome back to the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you for staying tuned, number one. Uh, Happy, happy week, guys. I know it's been a second, right? It's been a minute since we've been doing some... uh, some some klp aftermath so guys go check out the latest episode beyond the swanky podcast uh let me tell you it is a podcast that you guys don't want to miss because that last episode we did t we had a blast of course as you guys know we've got t uh he's here monica's here james is here everybody's here in the studio back to the studio swanky studios to give you guys yet another exciting podcast here today and let me just say that this podcast is going to be very special because we do have some topics of conversation monica um topics of conversations of course we do have an elephant of the room as well um but i gotta get to the housekeeping rules the housekeeping things that's going on with klp entertainment and our radio networks of course next week countdown is on guys next week we head to new york city i cannot wait guys stay tuned next week klp aftermath season five live from new york it is going to be a slam dunk podcast you guys do not want to sleep on it because that is a podcast that uh that we've been doing for a while obviously but you know coming back to the great state of new york is quite quite exciting i'm ready for it a lot of us are ready for new york um you guys can go to our website right now, www.lucas904.wings.com slash KLPE. You can click the link on the homepage. It links you to our countdown to the New York tour. And we did this last year, right? Uh, New York tour. It's, it's here, guys. Of course, we're, we're filming a documentary. We're making a new album. Of course, we're touring. We're eating. We're podcasting. We're doing some photography work. It's a whole New York tour. It starts next week. Uh, uh, next week, uh, February 9th through the 15th. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, so just wait for the, the podcast, guys. Live from New York is going to be really, really fun, and I cannot wait. Now, let's get to our sponsor for today. And this sponsor we know very, very well. Now, we all know today's the first day of Black History Month, it's the first day of February. February 1st is here. I'm excited. Everybody is quite excited for what we like to call valentine's day and for our sponsor hey deems shout out to you my sister deamra patterson a couple of weeks ago she opened up her on online uh, store floral haven xo and let me tell you guys my gentlemen if you if you're shopping for your girls or your guys my my girls if you're shopping for your man or your woman you don't want to just go to an average store and get some flowers right you don't want to spend money on Kroger flowers that might die on that person uh, a couple hours later, right? Let me tell you why you need to go to Floral Haven XO. Because these flowers, and I've seen these flowers, right? They're quality, right? She 
DeAmber, the owner, my sister, Floral Heaven XO, she takes the flowers, right? She 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 gets the flowers ready. She waters them up with that special uh uh uh, uh secret sauce. I can't really tell y'all what the secret sauce because it's in, it's in the, it's a family business. Family it's a little ingredient there that I can't expose, but that little secret sauce, if you will, to make sure them flowers stay alive for a very very long time her packaging is incredible and you're getting quality and the great look of those roses um, from floral haven xo versus kroger flowers that people go and spend 10 bucks on and it dies on them two hours later floral haven xo has flowers for the greatest quality and that's what you're getting with floral haven xo again guys shop at floral haven xo today get your uh valentine's day arrangements in order by ordering from floral haven xo she is taking valentine's day um uh orders for right now and getting ready for valentine's day you guys do not want to miss out on that as well deamer shout out to you floral haven xo always a proud sponsor of our show klp aftermath so now that we've got that great sponsor on out the way, we've got some things that we need to talk about here today on the episode, the KLP Aftermath. And you guys know what I like to do and all the shows that we've been doing. I like to get a little spicy with it, Monica. You know what I mean. I like to get a little spicy, a little spicy with it. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we have what we like to call the elephant of the room. Of course, the elephant of the room comes from a story sources from TMZ. And of course, my favorite show, one of my favorite shows out there from the Black Effect Podcast Network, The Breakfast Club with just Charlotte Maine and DJ Envy. I can't say Angela Yee anymore. But they did their Donkey of the Day episode about this topic. I listened and I said I wanted to give my own take of this story for Elephant of the Room for today's uh, uh elephant of the room for the klp uh aftermath season five might i add see five seasons in guys we got an announcement for season six um so this story comes out with the uh circus of i think it's called the the circus of music uh it's an adult store in west hollywood and the story comes out to a man shoplifting from this adult store and it's been alleged that he has stolen a 30 inch dildo now honestly i didn't even think they make these things right well i knew they make dildos but i did not know they make it up to 30 inches wow like i never i never thought that they would do that t so i saw the story this man and they didn't release the name from from our stories from everybody's podcasting today they don't have a name they just say a gentleman from circus of music west hollywood and sources are saying that you know this thing was you know 30 inches it weighed a lot it, you it was some people might even say it was one of the most incredible things that they've ever seen now i and i'm not going to be you know immature on the show i've seen dildos right that we know right I've seen it. I, I haven't played with one, obviously, but I've seen one. And those things, they they making they're they're getting innovative, right? They're making these things really, really innovative. Um, but this man stole a 30-inch dildo from a store. Um, wow. And, and the question I, I propose to a lot of people: what do you guys think that that gentleman that stole that 30-inch dildo, what why did he need it? Right? 
could it be he's buying it for a friend or well in this case stole it for a friend do he want to use it right maybe he is not out of the closet and out into the community quite just yet and he's i don't know ashamed to be in it so he's keeping it a, a secret and that's why he had to steal it i don't know but they really make these things 30 inches i whoa like i never thought they would make 30 inch dildos like that but uh, they make those and they sell them and people buy them and people use them um so it, that's why this is it's a funny story but i gotta have them to be the elephant of the room um and i simply say for anybody who who steals stuff um elephant of the room right from a store it's not worth going to jail over it's not worth getting in trouble for stealing something especially something of that caliber again buy it don't buy it just don't steal it ladies and gentlemen but that's the story and this gentleman again our sources are saying that the name was not disclosed uh in the reports but elephant of the room goes out to that gentleman again 30 inches right i i just whoa sex toys are getting a lot more innovative tea i gotta say because you know i, I and oh, okay i i ain't gonna lie to y'all right um i haven't bought by i haven't bought or buy any sex toys of my own i haven't um but you can buy those right there's there's been a video where this this gentleman has has bought a real life about five feet real life sex doll right and amazon sells them for about seventy thousand dollars now to some people that's chump change to me that's a lot of money i never ever 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 will buy something like that but uh there was a video right it came it come with clothes right this sex doll came with some clothes shoes bra panties like it came with everything and the material how they made it they made it almost the same as human skin so like i say sex toys they're they're getting innovative they are they're getting very very innovative a lot of people are turning to sex toys for uh alternatives and that's what people do they make they make these things and they're switching that up and they're making different alternatives for these things um but it is quite interesting that these sex toys are out there it's quite interesting from the story they sell dildos up to 30 inches i i whoa like i never never thought that could be t but it does happen um so i gotta give that gentleman uh elephant of the room um but it's interesting sex toys are getting quite interesting out there in the world in the environment and it's it's a little crazy right it's a little it's not i can't say it's weird right that's one thing i'm never gonna say when somebody buys a sex toys it's it's natural right it's the same thing if if because people get weirded out about that tea they do a lot of people get weirded out about uh, buying a sex toy from themselves whether it's a dildo or a fleshlight or a sex toy um people get weirded out about that it's the same thing where people get weirded out about masturbating even though it's gross don't tell people you masturbate right but people get weird about that thing and that's uh, to me honestly i gotta say that is it's very natural that you masturbate just don't tell people you masturbate don't share it like it's a glory story but people do masturbate and people feel weirded when they find out that somebody masturbates it's honestly i i think it's totally normal uh it keeps your butt pumping a little bit uh in a way and this is not just from movies this is just what i've read t on science it's that people say it's healthy 
to masturbate. Some people, I did read this one article, and I, I'm not trying to jump all over the place, but I did read this one article where if you masturbate too much, you become blind. I don't know about that. I, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know about that, but it's interesting uh, to say the least. So for that gentleman that stole the 30 inch dildo, of course, he is the biggest elephant of the room simply because uh, he stole. Right. But you it's, it's weird. It's a weird, weird uh, dynamic for sure. So we got Addison Hayden up in the studio. Uh, of course, Addison Hayden is our correspondent, and she responds on Hip Hop News. So, Addison, take it away. What is our Hip Hop News for today's episode? Lato is back in the studio and has teased another pop anthem on the heels of the massive commercial success of her Mariah Carey sampling Big Energy. On Tuesday, January 31st, the Georgia-bred rapper took to Twitter to post a clip of her in the studio twerking and making it rain dollar bills with a couple of friends while her next single boomed through the speakers. Lato's new music comes on the heels of the madness surrounding her used panties eBay auction earlier this week. The Grammy-nominated rapper's underwear came under scrutiny over the weekend when an eagle-eyed Twitter user called her out for wearing the same cheetah print thong in two separate photos, to which Lato clapped back with, Oh no, it's the panty police. The Big Energy hitmaker took her response one step further on Monday, January 30th, by giving her fans an inside look at her panty drawer and revealing her plans to wear a pair today and sell M tomorrow. Staying true to her word, Lato later posted a link to an eBay auction of her cheetah print panties, with bidding starting at 99 cents. Lato's everyday cheetah print panties the item's description read, used, as seen on Lato multiple times. Within hours, social media had been buzzing with Lato's antics as bidding had reached tens of thousands of dollars, at one point climbing to a whopping $95,650 after more than 100 bids. Although, Lato won't be celebrating a five-figure payday from her panties, as eBay removed the auction due to it violating their policies. Used underwear is not allowed on site please report any listings you see in breach of policy, eBay's customer service page, at AskBay, wrote on Twitter in response to a fan who flagged the listing. Meanwhile, Lato could see her star power reach new heights this weekend, as she remains the betting favorite to win Best New Artist at the 2023 Grammy Awards. Thank you, Addison, of course, for that hip-hop news. Uh, that's what we do, KLP Aftermath. We we get other people on in front of the mic and get them ready for their news report or whatever they want to talk about on the podcast for sure. Now, I did say, and I kind of announced it a little bit when it came down to um, the future of podcasting, right? I know we're a little bit early, and this is just kind of me saying my, my two cents in, in this um, because it segues into our next topic. Um, this summer is going to be quite interesting, guys. You just have to wait for it. Um, I'm working on this new show. Again, I still can't give you guys the name, but I'm working on this new show, this new podcast that's going to be out and air this summer. And all as always with my podcast shows, KLP Aftermath, Beyond the Swanky Podcast is going to be amazing this summer. And we've got this one. It's not a new show, right? It's a show where we're going to come back, kind of like if you guys remember the KLP Aftermath show. 
not the aftermath show because that's this show but the klp in the morning show where we had a stage and lighting of course we're bringing the style of that show back again for the summer uh you guys enjoyed it that we talked about it this summer and we were on a stage we had the stage lighting and and so on and so forth on stage as well quite quite exciting for that this summer the first episode where we're going to be in in a different studio with lightings with a 4k camera light kits and the stage of course in atlanta we're going to be doing a super show when we talk about e3 of course e3 segueing over to our next segment here we got to talk about e3 and i i kind of want to give my take on e3 this year and of course we're going to be on that super show that i am hosting this summer we're going to be talking about all the games that got announced and my take on it on an actual stage it's going to be sweet it's going to be very very fun to put together um and with, with those shows when it's when it's the lights the 4k cameras the lighting of uh, the stage that's our most expensive uh setup <laughs> it is it's very expensive to get a show like that together um but i'm bringing it back i'm so stoked about it this summer um and typically when it's a super show like that something big has to happen right whether if we're talking about the super bowl or we're talking about e3 the oscars that's when that show comes out now i mentioned e3 and i saw on twitter today right this news is about a couple of days old so it's not it's not as current monica it's not but this is a story right this is a story that's been brewing but i seen this coming guys i've seen it i i've seen this coming so if you guys don't know what i'm talking about um playstation xbox and nintendo will not have a presence at e3 this year now i've watched a lot of youtubers review i watched spawn wave from john i've watched the review tech usa with rich i watched rtg rtj 85 uh with sean i saw a lot of everybody's a, a lot of youtubers reaction about e3 this year and i thought it was fitting to talk about it here on our show uh klp fmf season five by the way still kicking it um okay here's here's my take on it i i believe we all some of most of us saw this coming right i i did um we haven't had playstation xbox nintendo at e3 for the past i want to say four years it might have been longer than that but i gotta say for me four years right they weren't they didn't present a lot in 2019 2020 nobody presented because it was COVID. 2021 they were we were still in a pandemic so they said no 2022 is when they say hey i'm just gonna we're just gonna develop our own show right we're going to do our own little press conference, put things together in our home based studios, put a video together and premiere it live for YouTube because it's super cheap to do that. Right. Same thing with 2022. And that's the same thing we're going to get this year in 2023. So about four or five years, they haven't been in the light of things. Right. I know a lot of people were upset. I saw it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Everybody was upset, but honestly, I'm not upset. I'm not because 
a lot of people have to understand when you're running a multi-million, maybe billion dollar, Microsoft, billion dollar company, they're going to find ways to save money, right? And we have to understand that this, their business perspective, right? It is a lot, is million dollar, it's millions and millions and millions of dollars of production fees, ad revenue, marketing, marketing uh, tools, right? It, it takes a lot. It's for them to display their content on E3 websites. They're paying millions of ad revenue dollars to get their stuff on that platform. And they're figuring ways out now that they're cutting their ad revenue, marketing campaign, um, premiere setups, show setups, graphic design. They're saving a lot of money to not be an E3 so they can put that back in towards the company, right? We, we, they, and I've seen it when analysts here at KLP, we all seen that happen, right? We know that this was going to happen, and a lot of people were upset, right? We have to understand, and I, I'll be honest, I used to be, a, I, and in some ways I'm still kind of am, I used to be a huge E3 fan. I loved E3. I loved it when the uh, developers and, and publishers are at the showcase and it's a big show and it's like the, the, it's like the uh, Super Bowl of gaming, if you will. And I know that title kind of goes to the Game Awards, but they can kind of go to that e, for E3 as well. I know. But a lot of people, including us here, we can push and publish and produce our own show and it's costing us half the cost, right? Instead of going to another show where we have to spend millions of dollars on, right? It's just kind of like the same scenario. And this is we can kind of compare this because we're kind of analyzing here on today's show. But you guys remember G4, right? And we're not going to go about Frost's rant and all that bullshit. We're not going to go there. But... It's kind of the same scenario where G4 tried to come back, but then they realized and the market realized there's, there's a lot of YouTubers that have the same kind of show, if not better shows producing better content than G4. And they're not spending that much money to produce their great content and publish it out for YouTube and get that revenue, right? Same kind of concept. For E3 and these publishers, they're saying, okay, we're going to do our own show because we're going to put our own spin on it and have the focus on us. And then we can upload it to our channel, YouTube channel, uh, GameSpot's YouTube channel, Game Rant's YouTube channel, IGN's YouTube channel. Wherever you can get gaming outlet, you can have that publishing there on YouTube. And to take it a step further, because we dabble in this, obviously, is that they can take their show and they can upload it to podcasting. Right, whether it's Spotify, or Hard Radio, iTunes, Audacity, TuneIn, folks are finding a way to pivot away from spending money and still run their company. Right, that's something that we obviously do here at KLP Entertainment, guys. Is we find ways to do things and keep getting better quality content for cheap to save us some some money, some revenue, some ad money. Right, it's the same thing with these publishers. Right, Microsoft, Xbox. Uh, playstation 5 with sony and playstation nintendo with the switch they're saving money right nintendo direct's been doing it uh well nintendo has been doing nintendo direct for the longest time because they realize hey this works we can reach the same amount of audience if not even more audiences by just doing this and we're saving money same thing with playstation they can have state of play 
premiere of the new games that's coming out. And they look at it, say, look at the numbers and say, hey, we're reaching, if not more, the same audiences as we were if we were to go to E3. And we caught we caught we cut it in half, our, our budget in half. It's a no-brainer. So I think people are not going to watch E3, right? I know a lot of third-party developers are going to get there because if they don't have the, the sponsorship for these big gaming publishers, they're going to go to E3 because they've got to get their game out. But yes, E3 is not going to be the same. It's not. E3 is dying. E3, I wouldn't be surprised if next year they just cancel E3 and just close the company down in general. I would not be surprised, right? Because this is this is the writing, the writing that's written on the wall there. It, it's coming, right? It, it is coming where E3 is going to be obsolete. It's the same thing. Again, I compared it earlier with G4, guys. G4 it became obsolete because of the lack of content creating. I mean, honestly, I can say that I can produce better content than, than what they some of their videos that they had, but I digress. Um, the rant didn't help at, at, at all and the, the unhealthy employees that work there but it's just realizing that the market is not there to to bring back rich from review tech usa said this and, and I, it's going to be still in my brain because this this works t he said you cannot resell nostalgia you can't and rich is somehow if you listen to the podcast you are I, you were a genius by saying that because i agree you cannot resell nostalgia nostalgia is there and people might look at it but a lot of people are looking about what's innovative right what's new we're going to invest in new technology right it's a no-brainer guys so that's just my take on it e3 um like i say it's not going to be the same it won't it will not be the same that e3 and I, I, maybe I wouldn't even be surprised they just canceled it again this year, right? I would not be surprised because you're realizing the big three, Nintendo, Microsoft, PlayStation, the big three is not going to be at E3. So I think E3 is going to lose a lot of money, T, right? Because most people like me, now I don't really have... I. I tend to lean towards PlayStation a little bit more because the console that I'm playing lately is my PlayStation 5. So I, I lean towards PlayStation because that's the, the newest console that I have. But if your big three is not there, let's say I'm a huge, and I am, a huge PlayStation fan, and I find out that PlayStation is not going to be at E3, why the hell am I going to buy an E3 ticket? Spend hundreds of dollars on an E3 ticket if my favorite developer and publisher is not going to be there. What's the purpose of me going to E3? And that's the problem with E3. That's going to be the biggest problem where a lot of consumers are going to say, PlayStation or Microsoft's not going to be E3. Why would I spend rent money on going to a conference that my publisher is not going to even be there? That's a waste of money in my eyes. I'm not going to E3. Right? That's going to be the problem with E3 um, this year. I feel like it's going to, that's going to be the big problem with E3 this year. Um and like I say, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at PlayStation. I'm not mad at Xbox and Microsoft and Nintendo. They're saving money, right? They're finding ways to save every dollar they can. So it's just business. I and I say that very harshly because I know a lot of people were just so pissed off, Monica. They were so pissed off on Twitter. And we talked, and I was like, they're doing this business, right? Anybody with a business degree will understand. Okay, I get it. Business. It's nothing personal it's just hey we need to save money on this so like i say what comment below what are your thoughts guys for um for uh, e3 this year do you think that it's going to be the same our take no 
no it's not going to be the same i feel like e3 if not being canceled is not going to sell well this year and that's going to lead into 2024 where they say okay e3 might be bankrupt we we might need to file for bankrupt because we're losing money because of the big three dropping out because they need to save money for themselves and hey that's just business so um that's just my take on it for sure e3 is it's not going to be the same guys it will not be the same um but of course we're going to be doing our show the big super show we're going to have a stage and lighting and a 4k camera this summer when e3 is finished and complete we're going to do a big show to talk about the biggest games that are coming out for 2023 well look forward to that video again that's going to be the summertime i know we got a couple of months right we're we're only in february and e3 is about well e3 season is around june so i know we're a little bit early but i can't wait because um here at KLP entertainment they uh, so we we have our meetings and we had quite a few stage designs um like uh stage designs on paper and you know we're, we're realizing we're analyzing time frame and whatnot it's a, to do a show like that guys you guys gotta understand it's like making a movie it takes a lot of time a lot of patience a lot of money uh, a lot of pressure so um hopefully i host that show really well can't wait for that as well so moving on and we do have some some topics of conversation here today um, but I got to do what we like to call a must game review. It's kind of similar to the must watch um, show that we've done. But uh, yeah, so today I had the chance to play this new game and I wanted to give my first impressions of this game. Of course, I am such a kid, right? Because THQ Nordic, they got something here. Now, THQ Nordic's latest game, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. I got to say, guys, it is a good game. I, I got to come out there and say it. Now, I played the game today, of course. Uh, we picked it up. 40 bucks. Not bad for, for a video game of its statue. I honestly think maybe they could have got away more if the game was 30 bucks. But who am I to say? I played the game. I like the story. Um, and I gotta give you guys my review about the game because I, I genuinely, I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed the game. I really did enjoy the game for sure. You're playing as SpongeBob and you're really trying to figure out what's going on with the phenomenon. Of course, you've got this, uh, this, 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 uh, mermaid that gives, uh, gives SpongeBob and, and Patrick the, the special, uh, bubbles where they were blowing bubbles and everybody came around town and he's blowing the bubbles, the bubble pops, and then dimensions are going out so let me tell you why this game works and thq nordic they they're understanding the market right every game that i played so far i gotta say we have something to where they're even they're traveling between realms either it's realms or dimensions right you look at god of war you're traveling through realms you're looking at ratchet and clank rift apart you're going through the dimensions right so thq follows that formula they did they followed the formula to the t and it works right it does work for them it works out to where they're there you're going through different dimensions to find friends like mr krabs mrs puff squidward you know all the friends that you're going around you're following um this reminds you of a little bit of spongebob squarepants rehydrated or battle for battle for the bikini bottom rehydrated i played that game i beat it for xbox that was an excellent addition that was a great start to thq's remake 
Um, but now this game, let me tell you why this game is so great in my eyes, because they're taking the formula of rehydrated tea, right? And they're, they created a whole new game. This is not a remake for anything. This is a game that they built from what looks like the ground up with a little bit of formulas with SpongeBob, Battlefield, Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated to create a new story, right? And it's original, right? And we're wanting to play something very new like this where it's original. It's not the same. It's not repetitive. You're going through these different dimensions. You're, you're, it's a platform. Now, that's one of the things I like the most is the platforming sequence. I love platformers. I enjoy platformers. It's one of my favorite when dabbling down into uh, platforming. I really do enjoy the platform style of gameplay. So that's why I got so hooked on it. I like the mechanics where you're wearing different costumes, right? Wherever costume that you pick, that's the costume that you get to wear throughout the mission, right? When you're going through the mission, you're wearing that costume and then you switch out to a different costume when it comes down to where you are going through another uh, dimension level stage, right? So it's very, very interesting. They This game also has kind of an open world concept to it i was scared that this game was going to be very linear and not really much of open world now we all know it with hydrated where uh battle for bikini bottom rehydrated obviously that's an open world type game if you will but i was nervous that this game was going to be straight linear right this game is pretty much like an open world sequence that's another thing that thq nordic they're they're understanding that market where say hey okay open worlds are selling right now you look at um elden ring which is not elden ring is not really my favorite but elden because it's just too hard i can't play it I, I got it from my playstation 5 i died 25 million times i just gave up on it um and i hate that too because i paid 50 bucks for that um but is they're following the formulas like elden ring they're following the former formulas like sonic frontiers right where it's an open world concept and they realizing that the market that everybody is dabbling into this open world sequence and that's going to be the future of gaming it is so like i say that's kind of the premise of the game of course it's about eight hours so when you're done with the game you can come back and and collect collectibles and find different areas and different sequences um but for what it is i i recommend it for 40 bucks not bad for yeah for the for for the uh you know for the for the first part it's not bad i really recommend people going out checking the game play it for yourself see how you like it if you like it you like it if you hate it you hate it it's not for you but um for 40 bucks not bad not bad indeed not bad it's, it's good guys i i enjoy that game and I and I played a couple of played it, you know. It's it's good, right? It, for what it is, it's good. It really is good. And I like how they have the the original voice actors too. They didn't use somebody else for Mr. Krabs because that was the biggest gripe that I saw on Twitter when the game was getting ready to be released. They say do not use whoever voiced Mr. Krabs and rehydrate it. Get the original voice actor. And they've had the original voice actors in the game, so that's always that's always a plus, right? For sure. So we got Arthur Brooks up in the building. Of course, we like to talk about our sports news. Check out his latest video, by the way, here on KLP Entertainment. Of course, we did a sports news. Are we? He gave his Super Bowl predictions. Of course, is going to be the Chiefs versus the Eagles this year for Super Bowl in, in well this month, February twelfth. I want to say so, guys. 
check that video out if you haven't checked it of course he gives his take on that but he also has more sports news here on today's episode of course arthur take it away man three first round draft picks two second round picks two solid nfl starters shelby harris and noah fant and two bar setting contracts this is the bounty that the denver broncos paid for russell wilson and his newly presumed career resurrector sean payton that represents one losing hand and a double down to recoup the losses. Broncos fans should be prepared for the white knuckling that comes along with it. That's not meant to conjure a dark cloud over Denver's trade for Peyton on Tuesday. It was the best available move made under the less than ideal circumstance of requiring a quarterback savior. Whether or not Peyton was Denver's first choice, well, that belongs to the history books. Maybe we'll never really know. All that matters now is that he's in place and the priority list in front of him is crystal clear, for at least the next three seasons of Wilson's $242 million contract extension, Peyton has to do whatever he can to restore, reboot, slash reprogram slash recalibrate, his status as a viable Super Bowl competitor. In a more granular sense, Peyton has to showcase the aptitude that helped him shape a pass-heavy offense early in Drew Brees' career into a more balanced complementary scheme as Brees aged and out of the league. Can Peyton do that for Wilson? Certainly. Should there be a reality check about what that means? Absolutely. This is going to be hard. This isn't going to be as simple as turning a key and expecting everything to transform overnight. The upside here is Peyton isn't Nathaniel Hackett, so he comes in knowing what needs to be done to succeed. The downside is that Sean Peyton isn't Nathaniel Hackett and he's actually willing to do whatever it takes to the current roster and organization to make it succeed. That means it's going to be constructed and operated in his image. And none of us knows what that might entail. If 2022 taught Broncos fans anything, it's that expecting big results and actually seeing them come to fruition is hardly guaranteed. Five months ago, Denver's future was hotter than the surface of the sun. Then the regular season kicked off and the sun exploded, swallowing the entire season with it. Broncos country and Wilson rode together off a cliff. It was an ill-fated journey that has been blamed largely, and rightfully, on the failings of Hackett, who didn't appear to have the bandwidth required to be an NFL head coach. Peyton has that in spades. That still doesn't guarantee this is going to work. Every head coach comes into a franchise carrying wide array of ideologies with them. That ranges from how the front office should function and procure talent, to what kind of traits that talent should exhibit on a daily basis, to opinions on communication, roster building, ownership involvement, it goes on and on. The language learning aspects of this can be encyclopedic. That's no small thing, especially when it involves a head coach with long-standing success at a previous stop. That experience tends to make them stubborn about what works and what doesn't. This is why culture churn often destroys franchises that swap in new coaches every few years. The ramifications often run deep and headlong into personnel changes. See Denver's recent history. There is zero chance, zero, this isn't an adjustment under Peyton, 
who is being hired to build the culture he knows and not adapt to the one he inherits. Denver's roster is going to change. While this happens every season, hiring elite-level coaches typically leads to significant alterations inside depth charts in the off-season between year one and two. Coaches like Peyton know what kind of players they want as leaders. They know what they expect in different skills. They have demands when it comes to attitude, effort, and other intangibles. The result of that is change inside the depth chart. Key players fall out of favor. Draft picks from pre-existing years don't have the same level of commitment. Past free agent signings suddenly don't fit the design of a changing landscape. There will be turnover. And that will create a revealing dynamic about how Peyton and general manager George Peyton, and Peyton's personnel staff, function together. There will be scheme changes, playbook changes, practice changes, the entire way that players learn is now up for an audit. Hackett was lauded because he had a fun style that was entertaining and connecting to his players on a personal level. Patents can be enjoyable, but it's also extremely expectation-driven and results-oriented when it comes to applause. He will push players. He will spar with them. He will bury them on the bench. And when it comes time to being critical about who is making the cut and who isn't, he's not always going to shy away from being honest in his assessments with the media. That's going to be an important point for Wilson. Regardless of how he plays, his $242 million contract extension is going to be a financial impediment that has to be negotiated. There is no realistic exit until after the 2025 season. That means when it comes to the Super Bowl window, if one can be achieved in the next three seasons, the Broncos are operating with a quarterback who costs the massive freight of his salary. This isn't going to be the Los Angeles Rams in 2021 with Matthew Stafford. It's not going to be the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017 with Nick Foles on a backup contract and Carson Wentz on a rookie deal. There is no flexibility to work with when it comes to Wilson's salary cap hit. So he either lives up to it and carries the team in the way that was expected prior to 2022, or the law firm of Peyton and Peyton will be tasked with rebuilding a team and scheme that covers Wilson's flaws long enough to get him out of the franchise. Maybe the return of Denver's litany of injured players helps to smooth that process in 2023. Maybe Peyton's reconstruction of everything under the hood helps to recapture Wilson's Hall of Fame momentum. Or maybe all of the suggestive griping out of the Seattle Seahawks turns out to be founded in a reality that was concealed until after Wilson's trade to the Broncos. Maybe he really is in a state of decay that can't be repaired and this is all far worse than a Hackett issue. The answers to those mysteries are coming. Peyton's hire assures that much. One way or another, something is going to change about this franchise and whatever went wrong in 2022. But the thought that this is going to be an easy process is another mistake. And the Broncos should have learned their lessons about that over the past five months. Thanks, Arthur, so much. It's always good to have the crew up in the studio to give our takes and stuff on the show as well. Now, before we close out of today's episode... Um, a couple of more announcements before we wrap up here on the podcast. 
Uh, first off, of course, I've got the latest playlist. Of course, I present Hopeless Romantic 2023. The playlist is now available and exclusively on Spotify. Of course, that playlist, Hopeless Romantic 2023, brought to you by KLP Entertainment's very own Round Bass Music. If you guys don't know what Round Bass Music is, it's an acquisition for KLP Entertainment where they highlight, they help distribute and market music for our business very very good for that team over there at round base music they're presenting a playlist of mine hopeless romantic 2023 as we get ready for valentine's day take a listen guys it's exclusively on spotify we, you guys this is some good music you got tank you got chris brown you got her you got lucky day coco jones you, you got i've money long i've got a lot of people on this playlist so guys check that playlist out right now if you guys get ready for it now stay tuned guys later this week we're gonna be back for one more episode of course the beyond the swanky podcast will premiere saturday night and then on sunday we're going to be shutting klp klp entertainment down i want to say after the podcast we're shutting uh, the business down here in Atlanta because again next week we're up in New York we have to get ready so stay tuned for more news and announcements to come from that as well until then guys stay safe we'll see you guys next week in New York live from New York City the KLP Aftermath season 5 live show with yours, yours truly KLP Kennedy Lucas live from New York is when our next show will be coming back as sure as well I cannot wait for that I'm super pumped for that as well until then, stay safe, stay swanky, peace. You are now tuned into Atlanta's hottest radio show. Even the other stations are tuned in too. KLP Aftermath. Swanky. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio stations. The Heat. 94.6 radio station.